Marijuana, pot, grass, whatever you want to call it, is probably the most dangerous drug in the United States, and we haven't begun to find out all of the ill effects. The war on drugs has been an utter failure, and I think that we need to rethink and decriminalize our marijuana law. I experimented with marijuana a time or two, and I didn't like it and didn't inhale. This is Mike Madrid, the publisher of California City News and the recently launched CaliforniaMarijuanaPolicy.org. And this is R.E. Grasswich, enjoying myself as a contributor to CaliforniaMarijuanaPolicy.org. We're talking to you today on Closed Session, a podcast we've recently launched to bring you the best and brightest views of the opinions of the best and brightest. Stick with us. Here we are again on closed session, kind of visit uh, another exciting, interesting topic on cannabis-related issues at the local level. Your hosts, Mike Madrid and R.E. Grasswich, with you today to talk about a county in chaos. Yeah, and that, that may be an overstatement, just a, just a <laughs> bit of an exaggeration. We, but that's we okay. trade in hyperbole. Hyperbole here. works here, but but it, you know it's interesting because we're talking about San Luis Obispo County, and then they're, they're all screwed up. It's the Central County. Coast. Yes, the Central Coast, and they're all messed up. And and here's the deal: you remember back in the winter of fifteen which seems like it was a long time ago, the winter of 15, just after the governor signed the Medical Marijuana uh, Safety Act, Safety and Regulation Act, whatever it's called, MR, MSR. MRSA. MRSA. MRSA, yes. Well, a bunch of cities and counties in California got in a big panic, and they began passing all sorts of emergency ordinances to deal with this. Now, they hadn't read the thing. They didn't know what it meant. A lot of them were scared to death of cannabis, so they were banning it. They were, they were doing all kinds of things. Well, which may have been prudential, by the way, it, right? It wasn't a stupid thing. It, was no. to, it wasn't just saying we won't ever, hell no, we won't go. It was kind of saying not until we get our feet around us to figure out what we want to do for our community. Yeah, it was deer in the headlights kind of thing. And their attorneys all, all said, right, the best thing you can do right now is is ban it or something. You know, t- take a, st- a stand that you can back off. Protect of. yourself and something you can back off. Of. Right. And then, then you can build up from there. Right. Rather than just open the door for what have you. Which so, makes sense. And it does make sense. So, And I was a little harsh on him at first. but That's, you know, okay. that's why I brought you back. Uh, I'm here for you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, in <laughs> hindsight. At any rate. So in, in San Luis Obispo, which has been a very a very favorable county toward cannabis. Agriculture, uh, agriculture wine industry, wine, Paso Robles wine. Their head is not in the sand. They've been very open to it. They haven't been Mendocino, but they're close. They've been very open and accepting okay. and they, they appreciate the, the industry they've been uh, they haven't been chasing it's been positive a, a more or less positive relationship with cannabis and the county so along comes the end of, of 15 uh, the county then decided to, to pass emergency an emergency ordinance that basically froze everything in in status quo while they could step back and figure out what to do next at that point, they then asked the staff, the county staff, to go ahead and, and draw up some new ordinances that would reflect not only MRSA, but the new adult use referendum that or, or initiative that passed last November. So staff did this. They, they produced this document that apparently had nothing to do with any of the direction that the, that the supervisors had given them. Renegade staff. <laughs> Renegade staff. And I got to think, 
Well, of course, the, the, the supervisors hit the roof on this one. The folks in the industry, in the community, of, of, in, in the various towns in San Luis Obispo County, they weren't happy because they said, we're getting screwed by these new ordinances. This is favoring certain big players, certain big landowners, and then bigger players, on and on and on. You know, there, there's all these rumors about backroom deals and nefarious dealings and all, which, which you know, there's no evidence of this right. that I'm aware of. But this is how things, you know, get Well, out. then they spiral out of control. They spiral it's out not of control. atypical, right, for local government on any land use decision. Suddenly there's a Walmart, who's cozy with the developer, who's not, who's getting a favorable deal, who's not. Exactly, yeah. So wait, let me back up a little bit. I know you're not done with the story. No, 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 that, you please. But so, so just so that I've got my facts straight about what's happening in San Luis Obispo County. So... It appears that they uh, wanted to adopt something after their ban, not unlike a lot of local jurisdictions. But all of the discussions that happened between the electeds and the staff were not materialized in the staff report that was ultimately made public. And a lot of the stuff that was coming out reportedly, allegedly, was um, not something contemplated by the elected officials in these discussions. Yes, is that correct? It's well said. Yes. Okay. So were there public was there public input? And maybe is this this is and again from my biased places, public input on this topic is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And having a million town hall meetings on this stuff, just to kind of overcompensate for the sensitivity, the political nature of this issue, the size and scope and the policy ramifications really do require, I think, overdoing it in terms of getting public input. Sounds like that's not what happened here. Yeah, I think that's the problem. I, I, I can't say from, from what I can tell in my investigations on, on this and into SLO County, Slow County, it seems to me that there was some of that. There, there was some outreach. There was some attempts to to deal with, with some stakeholders, industry folks, and, and, and the community at large, but there probably wasn't enough. You know, they, they didn't do, as you say, they need to overcompensate in these kind of cases because, and I think a lot of cities and counties are finding this, when they rush these things, when they try to rush these things through, um, oftentimes they end up um, regretting that. They end up regretting that because there are so many di- different opinions that you need to gather in something like this. It's such a high-profile topic. Well, there's so many nuances to this. <clears throat> and nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. And any small land use decision or planning you know, allotment could have huge ramifications on whose land is worth what and who's going to be able to get a permit here or there. Part of this makes me think that some of this— this is unavoidable a little bit, the attacking staff. And I'm not saying the staff was attacked, rightfully or wrong. I don't, I don't know the issue well enough. I just know from having worked with local government staff for so long, most of these people are trying to do the right thing and get caught up in a whirlwind, and especially on a sensitive topic like cannabis and implementing it in what is relatively a conservative community. Yeah. I mean, this is a farming community. These are farmers. These are kind of, you know, salt of the earth kind of folks. By and large. And it's a college town. And, and I mean, you've got a little bit town, of everything. There, got a little you know? bit of everything going on. Yeah. So if it's not exactly what you expect, uh, staff is obviously sometimes a convenient scapegoat. And again, I'm not suggesting that's what happened here, but sometimes these issues can get out of control. So what's next for Slow County? Well, I think the, the staff is going to revisit its ordinances. They're, they're going to take another re-look re at this and work these things over and hopefully have some more uh, input from the community. And I think they will. I mean, I think they'll do the right thing. And they have a lot of pressure now because the board has has, um, has made its disappointment very clear. Was it kind of orphaned by just what somebody in staff had to take the bullet for everybody else I, saying, it, I, I don't know what you're talking about? It looks that way. Not my ordinance. Yeah, Who's doing this? Who's behind this? It looks it looks like staff has taken the bullet on this one. Again, rightly or wrongly. Yeah. And um, that's but that's you know that's why Sometimes, you got staff, and that's, and that's, that's staff. why they're 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 getting the, the big bucks, right? So this does beg another question too about professional staff in the county. 
cannabis space. And what we are seeing increasingly in local governments is more and more professional staff being brought on specifically to handle these issues. A lot of times it's a planner that will come over. Other times it's somebody maybe even from law enforcement. But increasingly, this is becoming a profession unto itself. It is. Is handling all of the cannabis business in a local jurisdiction, a city, a county uh, jurisdiction. And I'm wondering if having some sort of best practices, some sort of municipal organization, frankly, set up to kind of help assist these folks or at least network might be helpful. Well, I think it would be very helpful. In fact, and I'd like to get involved in helping set that kind of stuff up. I think we should think about that, Mike. You know, as a, as a business, because it, it, it's one of those things that, that cities and counties need, and there's nowhere to get folks. Um, you you can't you can't get them out of school. You you can't get them from another another county. You can't get them necessarily from another city because they, they don't exist. I mean, th- this is not like uh, you mentioned the Walmart coming into town and, and seeking seeking um, entitlements to build the Walmart or the Costco or a hotel or what have you. Counties have a lot of experience with that kind of thing, but they don't have experience with with cannabis. Um, and there are so many in, intriguing. Look, we're making this up as we go right. in terms of Canada. They're, they're in Sacramento, they're making it up as they go. And at the county seats and at the city halls, they're making it up as they go. It's intriguing. It's experimental. It's all brand new. There's some guidelines, some guideposts, but not a lot. And, and you really need to have somebody who can navigate between law enforcement and or among between. Uh, there's, there's more than two, so it has to be among, right? Uh, they're they're, they're uh, among those producers, among the retail folks, among the dispensaries, among the, the delivery guys, among, the, the, the again, the cops. You know, there, there are all these vested interests that, that have to come into play here. And you need somebody who can, who can kind of work uh, among all of them and get everybody's, everybody's points covered. And in the interim, I guess that's why I, I will continue to stress that public input is so overwhelmingly important. Uh, I keep having town hall meetings until... People don't show up anymore. Yeah. Just so you can document and say you heard every opinion, do your best to reflect that. I mean, obviously, that's good staff work anyway. But without that, this, the issue is just too sensitive at the local level. It's too much of a target for the elected officials who are, of course, going to do what politicians do very well, which is blame the staff and orphan it right away and run <laughs> for the hills and say, don't know where this came from, don't know who's behind it, but I've never seen this document before. Not suggesting that's what happened here in Slow County, but I'm also <laughs> saying it's that isn't the case. Slow County. Tough times to be staffed. They'll sort it out, though. They'll, they'll figure, figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. It's a good county, a great county, a beautiful county. Who doesn't like Slow County? Come on. They'll figure it out. And if uh, they can always fall back on the wine industry, if nothing else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Until next time, Bob. And keep your heads up, San Luis Obispo County. Keep your heads up, staff. Uh, you will get through this. Yes, you will. We love you. And for, <laughs> for closed session, it's Bob Grasswich and Mike Madrid signing off. Thanks for listening. You've been part of this closed session podcast. Appreciated having you spend the time with us this afternoon. Yeah, from Mike Madrid, I'm R.E. Grasswich. Stay tuned for the next edition of Closed Session. Mm-hmm.